Coming up in this episode, Randy and I are going to talk about flat track racing. We had a chance to go to the inaugural I-70 Motor Speedway up in Odessa and watch the American flat track race. So we'll talk about that. Also, our featured ride of the week, Circe to Siloam Springs, a 259-mile great ride. So stick around. Shut up and sit down. Welcome to Random Thoughts from the Road on the Ozark Rides Digital Network. Conversations about motorcycles, any random thoughts that pop into our head, and of course, what are the best places to ride in America? The Ozark Mountains of Missouri and Arkansas. And now, here's your host from OzarkRides.com, Craig Allen and Randy Lewis. Well, Randy, you know, springtime has finally arrived and the temperatures are just right to ride. But the thing is, everyone is out riding and driving. But unfortunately, when people are out enjoying the springtime and the beautiful scenery, it means more opportunities for accidents. Heck, they may be taking pictures of the beautiful scenery with their phones and not watching for you. But not to worry, because Law Tigers are looking out for you. Law Tigers are nationwide motorcycle specialists. They only represent riders like you and nothing else. After the show, check them out online at lawtigers.com. And remember, save this number, 888-863-7234. You can call them 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. You know, riding the long, lonesome highway or back roads aren't always the smoothest. Hitting the occasional pothole or rut can take a toll on your ride. Whether it has two wheels or four, keep Heartland Honda and Springdale in mind. They can service and repair your on-road or off-road vehicle. And when it's time for something new or pre-owned, Heartland Honda in Springdale can fix you up. Check them out online at heartlandhonda.com or give them a call at 479-751-7022. Heartland Honda. Work hard, play hard. You know, there's no better way to spend a beautiful day than heading out on the open road. And Pulaski County, Missouri, in the heart of the Ozarks, will not disappoint with its outstanding scenic views. Some of the top places you need to try out as you make your way through the countryside. The Uranus, as in the planet, not your ass, entertainment complex. It's truly out of this world experience. Not only is it full of quirky finds, but they're also home to the Uranus Fudge Factory. Again, no comments from you, Randall. (laughs) And I can personally confirm that the fudge is awesome. I bet it is. Another great stop, the Bow and Barrel Sportsman Center, which is an indoor gun range. And some popular food and drink stops include Home Plate Grill, 28 Shots Bar and Grill, Sweetwater Barbecue, The Tap on Route 66, Hopper's Pub, and The Burger Stand. Find out more great places and plan your ride at PulaskiCountyUSA.com. Digital downloads available. Welcome back to another episode of Random Thoughts from the Road. With me, as always, is Randy Lewis from BikeWorks in Urbana, Missouri. Good morning, young fellow. What to do, Cletus? Cletus don't do nothing, and that's by design. <laughs> so, have you had a good week? Yeah, yeah. What'd you think of the racing? Yo, it's freaking dope. Yeah, we're going to get into that yeah. quite a bit. It was, it was definitely fun to watch. You bet. Well... First off, let's get started with the featured ride. It's called the Searcy to Siloam Springs ride in Arkansas. You'll find it on page one of the Arkansas Ride Maps page. 
at ozarkrides.com. Now, this is a 259-mile ride. Of course, it starts in Searcy. I guess if you want, you can do it backwards. Uh, Searcy, in case you don't know, is about 45 miles northeast of Little Rock, and it goes to Salem Springs, which is over on the Oklahoma-Arkansas border, about 30 miles northwest of Fayetteville, and it is a great ride. Yeah, homie. I'm more of a reverse cowgirl type of guy. I know you are. So, well, uh, I've heard it anyway. I've wrote it from the other way. <laughs> wrote it from the other way. Well, this has got a lot of neat features. It's got the Greer's Ferry Lake, and if you've never been there, love that lake. Used to go boating on it quite a bit. Also, Pedestal Rock Scenic Area, and everybody's seen Pedestal Rock in pictures of, you yeah. know, it's one of the famous Arkansas tourism yeah. pictures that they put out. If you don't know what it is, it's a rock on a pedestal of another rock <laughs> but it's big so, so you got that going for you yep uh, simple other, pleasures here simple pleasures understand where we live we're not complicated Ooh, look at that rock <laughs> yeah but it's a big rock also the neat features about this ride is, is it has drastic elevation changes yeah, yeah and that's always fun when you're getting out riding and of course we always say it but it's indicative of this part of the country lots of twisties mm-hmm. but if you don't have time to ride the whole hog ride or the little piglet ride that we've got on there. <laughs> this is a good indication of what Arkansas has to offer because you get quite a bit of the dramatic scenery and things to see. For sure. And one thing to note here is like, you better check what time of year you're riding this ride too. With the elevation changes, you might be warm in one spot and then cold as shit in the well, next spot. That's a spot, good point. That's you know? a good point. If you're going to go like in the late fall to check yeah. out the foliage or yeah. or the winter, yeah, uh, you could be screwed if you're not uh, prepared just check it for a second and understand when you're at and then in Salem springs you're right across the border i mean it's right there on the arkansas oklahoma state line oh yeah you can stand on one side and pee into oklahoma in oklahoma they've got a big casino right there too yeah so yeah it's a twofer yeah yeah two for a ride Tuesday. and gamble they'll get your money yeah. and a good ride yeah for sure i think they call that a hooker right yeah well she gets your money and a good ride <laughs> your kids they don't listen to this do they Mm, sometimes. But they already know who you are. Yeah. Yeah. I always ask them, I said, do you want a good dad or do you want me? Well, apparently they stuck with you. I think the <laughs> warranty think have, is wore off. I don't think they have a choice. Okay. So compliments of our great partners, Law Tigers. Yeah. We were invited to go to the inaugural AFT, American Flat Track Progressive Race up at I-70 Motor Speedway. Now, for those of you that don't know, uh, the I-70 Motor Speedway up in Odessa, here's a hint. It's on Interstate 70. No. Yep. So they have just completely, they had new owners, rebuilt it. It was very dilapidated in a condemned state. And they have done a fantastic job of reopening it to the public. And it it is nice. And I understand it's not there yet. But the talk on the street is they're also installing a uh, NHRA drag strip there. Right. In the near future. Which you got to do a lot to be NHRA sanctioned strip too. Like it's. I mean, whoever's doing this is going to put some money into it. And it's going to be a really, really nice thing to bring outside people into the state of Missouri, particularly in that region where there's like, there's shit for nothing. I mean, Kansas City's pretty close, but outside of that, like there's nothing around them. Exactly. You've got to go to Oak Grove for a hotel or, which is, well, let's be fair. It's only like five miles down the road. (laughs) It's actually a pretty easy drive. Um, The thing about flat tracking, let's get into that. I've known about flat tracking all my life. Uh, I've known about speedway racing, which is kind of like flat tracking, which was what I was most familiar with. 
The difference being the no suspension right. and no brakes. No brakes. You slide. Yeah. For yeah. flat tracking, they do have suspension mm-hmm. and they do have a rear brake. But not knowing a lot about the race, I was going kind of with an open mind, but thinking this is not something that really interested me. However, after going and seeing what it was about and and watching the races, brother, I'm hooked. Yeah. The whole I mean, I am is hooked. Cool. It is exciting. Hell yeah, it is. You talk about a, it's a motorcycle only event, clearly. So what do you have in the stands? Motorcyclists. You don't typically have a bunch of dudes like dirt track racers that are running cars show up to these events. So it's it's really isolated to motorcycle riders, motorcycle enthusiasts, and then you get to watch some people do some crazy shit on bikes. It's exciting. It really is. And I love the way they start too. From a dead stop, like a horse race. Yes, yes. And uh, the, the, the smell, the the noise, it, oh, is, man. It, it is awesome. The noise is something that's that I absolutely just fell in love with as far as that goes. Like I've been to, to race car races, you know, like dirt track races and it's pretty neat. Yeah. They're loud, but there's just something about hearing big singles or big twins roar around a track. And then I think, you know, these guys in cars are sliding around corners, things like that, but shit, they're all protected. They're in a cage. They got harnesses. They got neck braces. They got a bunch of safety devices. The safety device on the motorcycle is your gear and your ability to ride. I was surprised to see that they have kind of like the TT races. They have the uh, airbag system on their suits. Yeah. 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 And we got to see a pretty good wreck. Well, no wreck is good, but you know what I mean. Yeah. And it happened on the second main event of the night. Right there in front front of the stands. Exactly. Which sucks for them. You know, I feel for them. But from a spectator's part, that's pretty freaking cool. (laughs) Yeah, it is. It got everybody on their feet. Right. So the big things with flat track is, you know, the tracks will usually range quarter to half mile to a mile. Um, I think in the AFT series, they do one TT race where there's usually like a right hand corner in there with it. You know, sometimes a jump, I think. But it's pretty neat because they travel all over the country. One night you might be on a short track, quarter mile track, which, yeah, you don't get a lot of top speeds, but it, it's kind of grudgy. You know, it's kind of just gritty racing. You don't, the field doesn't get spread out near as much. And then you move up to a half mile. I really liked the half mile. Like it was, it was pretty cool. It spread out a little bit, you know, front of the field to the back of the field. You had some close racing. What races that we watched, it was more like, you know, third and fourth, fifth and sixth. Back there, the leader jumped out way out on these guys. And yeah. a couple of heats, that, you know, the races that we watched. And then mile long tracks, they get spread out so far that you're literally watching just bikes run around the track. There's not a, not as much of just side by side racing. Not to say that there's not ever. Uh, you talk about the Indian team, Jared Meese, Briar Bauman, like they're always competing up there at the top and it's always a neck and neck run. So it's, it's just really cool to watch. What's really neat, I found from my perspective of being a novice, is uh, now these bikes, depending on the class, run anywhere from 90 to 140 miles an hour <laughs> on the dirt track. And it's not uncommon, especially the bigger twins, to see them coming around the corner on this soft dirt. It's packed. It's it's packed. A little bit, but they'll, they'll bounce. And sometimes they'll come off the ground. Yeah. You don't know if they're going to land and <laughs> cartwheel or... Yeah, man, like you got to be on your game, physically in shape. This is why everybody there was young. Yes. Because they got no fear. Yeah. Yeah. That's why you want racers to be young. You know, we were fortunate enough to get into the pits and talk to a handful of the racers. And and really, what I took from it was 
most of these guys started riding when they were two, three, four. Like it's a lifelong commitment for these guys. And obviously that's the reason why they're in the leagues. You know, they're in top of their game as far as the class goes and the racing goes, which they all start somewhere. But it was just really neat to see and, and talk to the riders and how'd you get started. And usually it's a parent or both parents kind of went to a race when they were young, got them a little dirt bike. They started running, they started racing, and then it just progressed from there. So we we got to interview two guys, one who my son absolutely was just enthralled with talking to him was Dalton Gautier, young kid, wildly successful. I mean, let's be honest. He's won a, he's won a championship. He's always finished at the top. Like he's highly regarded as one of the best in his class, which this year he's running a big single with the Turner racing group. Uh, that's a Honda factory team. My son, when we showed up there, he's like, all right, we have to talk to Honda. It's good that we had him along to run the operation. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was definitely took a lot of weight off our shoulders. <laughs> because I think uh, if he wasn't there, we would have just been interviewing the umbrella girls. Yeah, it's a possibility. <laughs> but so we, we go over there to their their pit and he was very keen. I mean, the entire experience with the Honda, that Turner racing team was amazing. I mean, everybody was excited to talk to us. You know, they gave my son like a little swag bag. Like they just were ate up with. Yeah, he hated that, didn't he? bullshit that kid's got everything hung up on his wall already oh yeah the socks were too big for him and he tried wearing them he's just sick in the mind with it but super good racing team super good experience with them and dalton was it was cool to talk to him in my mind he was the quintessential racer you know young kid kind of done a lot no fear just kind of eh, whatever happens it happens type of thing he just really kind of a, a neat kid in my well, mind. Well, with that, let's listen to the interview. Uh, my name is Dalton Gautier, uh, number 79, and I ride for the Turner Racing Factory Honda flat track team. Dang, how long have you been doing it with them? This is my first year signed with the team, but uh, I've been pro since 2015, right when I turned 16, and uh, I've been racing since I was four years old, so I've, uh, I've been at it for a long time. Hell yeah, man. What's been your favorite track you've been at so far? Uh, well, I've never raced here before, so hopefully I can add that to the list of one of my favorites. Um, but I'd have to say Port Royal. From uh, I'm from Pennsylvania, and uh, that's where it's at, is in PA. So that's probably my favorite track. I won there last year, and I uh, uh, look forward to going back there this year. Right on. So before you signed with them, you just running independent for yourself, you and a couple of people, or did you ever work uh, with the team I was, before? I was signed with uh, Factory Harley-Davidson the last two years, and uh, with how everything shaped up for this year, I ended up going with Honda and uh, signing a two-year deal with them. So uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be with uh, Team Honda for this year and the next year. So I love Hondas. My boy rides a little Honda. So what kind of made you want to jump? I won a championship in this class, the singles class in 2019. Um, I just kind of wanted to get back on a single and be on some really good bikes. I've never really got the opportunity to be on really good bikes in the singles class. The bikes that I won on in 2019 were not the greatest. Uh, we were just doing my own little deal. So, yeah, it was just uh, my buddy Rob that put me on the bikes and pretty much out of his pocket all year. So it was uh, it was an awesome season that I had. But, uh, yeah, I just wanted to get on some really good bikes for oh, again. Oh, yeah, sounds like it. So what's the process getting into it then? You said you started racing when you were four. Obviously, it's a long time to fruition here, but what were the ups and downs, kind of? What was the swing of getting into it? Well, man, my dad took me everywhere. I, that's what makes me a great rider nowadays is my dad took me everywhere. I raced on so many different track surfaces and track types, and, uh, yeah, it really shaped me up to be a, a really good rider as I got older. So 
that, just having fun and uh, traveling every weekend. I mean, we'd pretty much race every weekend when I was an amateur. So uh, I don't race every weekend now as a pro. I just try and do the whole pro series pretty much and a little outlaw stuff here and there. But, um, yeah, growing up, my dad took me everywhere, and he put everything into it. So I uh, definitely got to clap my hands for him, and, uh, yeah, he's uh, put me where I'm at. Dude, that's awesome. We always talk about on the podcast, typically that's where it starts. You know, as a young kid, you always have that one adult, usually it's a father figure or something like that, pushing you as a kid. Man, it's just amazing. And we always talk about motorcycling, and that's kind of what it is. It's more of a brotherhood and just a love of the love of what you're doing and how you're doing it. You know, we do a lot of motorcycle stuff. Obviously, we're avid riders, been riding for a long time. I got my son here with me. He's already on bikes. He already owns a Harley. So it's kind of neat to see the other venture of motorcycling. You know, there's a lot of competition. There's a lot of different things that you can do. Do you ride a motorcycle other than a flat track bike? Yeah, I ride a a lot of motocross, actually. I have a lot of fun doing that just because it's a a new learning thing for me. I've always uh, rode motocross, though, growing up, and uh, it's really helped me because we race on TT tracks, which is one right-hand turn and one jump, So, and we got a front brake on them. So, uh, yeah, that's definitely helped out on the TTs. Um, But, yeah, I just like jumping and stuff. I'm pretty good at it for a flat tracker. Did you ever look uh, to bridge the gap from dirt to anything street? Uh, I've done a little bit of street stuff here and there, a little bit of supermoto. Um, actually, my mechanic's going to take me road racing here in a little bit for a couple track days and test it out. So uh, I've never dragged knee or anything like that, but uh, we're going to try it out this year sometime. I think it'll be pretty cool. It's somewhat exciting. Yeah. yeah, something new. So through all the years, you know, from the time you were four to the time you're now, can you pick one bike that you're like, yeah, that's, that's the one I always remember or that's the one I love? Oh, man, there's been so many. I don't know if it was my favorite, but I'd have to say one of the coolest bikes that I've raced was the BMW FS800 built by Ron Wood, a legend tuner, legend uh, race bike builder. And uh, I ended up winning on that thing and being the first person to win on it and the only person to win on it. So, uh, yeah, that was pretty cool. And uh, that thing was a a machine for sure. And it had so much vibration, my hands would go numb after riding (laughs) it, but it was very fast. So, yeah, I had a lot of fun racing that thing. That's cool, man. Is there, would you say that, is there any other series that you follow or any other motorcycling sports that interest you at all? Oh, yeah. I watch a lot of MotoGP, um, motocross, supercross. That's, I'm big into that. So, uh, yeah, I've always watched that, them sports. Um, I watch a little bit of F1 here and there. That's about it. I'm a race fanatic. So, <laughs> so here's, it's kind of taboo because a lot of guys in racing don't associate baggers, Harley baggers or Indian baggers or whatever it is with racing. But What's your take on the new King of Baggers series? I think it's sweet. It's pretty crazy that they can uh, modify those things so much and make them race bikes. So that's pretty crazy. I don't know if I would do it because they're so heavy and big, but uh, it looks fun for the dudes that are good on them, you know. So it look, it's cool and, uh, yeah, something new, I think. It's something attractive. kind of gives more people into the, into sure. the sports for sure. So how are you going to do tonight? What's your gut feeling here? You like hopefully, the track? Hopefully I can win. I, I need a win. And, uh, yeah, I'm just going to go have fun, though. And uh, when I'm having fun, I'm going fast and doing well. So that's the main goal is have fun. And uh, when you're not having fun, then the results aren't, aren't there, I feel like. So See just going to go have fun and try and do my best. Dude, we wish you all the luck tonight. We'll be watching you. My boy is a huge Honda guy. Sweet. Absolutely loves it. So when we saw the trailer, he's like, dude, when we talk to people, we got to talk to Honda. Like, uh, it has nice. to happen. Oh, yeah. It's pretty cool. Man, Dalton, we really appreciate everything. Yeah, thank you for having Thanks me. Thanks for giving us some time. Thanks, man. Good luck to you tonight, Thank man. you. Appreciate it. Well, now, after going and talking with Dalton, 
kind of Peter partied around the, the different pits and stuff like that. And then we came across Bronson Bauman. Now yeah. his brother is like two-time national champ. Yes, yes. And yes. Uh, you would think there was some rivalry there, although they're on separate teams. They're more <laughs> yeah. like teammates. Yeah, that's after talking with him, it was surprising. Like, not that I was trying to stir shit, but I was kind of like, oh, yeah, you were. This is a brother on brother. You know, I know me with my brothers, it's, you know, F what you heard, I'm going to be better than you, no matter if you're older or younger or what. And truthfully, they really, you know, the way Bronson looked at the relationship, it was just kind of like, hey, man, we're both in the same game. I would be more than happy to see him succeed, and he would be more than happy to see me succeed. Yeah, it's kind of, if I can't win, I want him to win. Yeah, which is really, really cool, you know. It's actually kind of touching, to be honest with you. I mean... Truth be told, you're right. You know, in racing, everything's so competitive, and, you know, I don't want to give you any advantage over me or vice versa or whatever, but, oh, the way he was talking, like... You know, if his brother ran off the track, he would go sprint right over to him and say, hey, this is what I saw. This is what I felt. You know, try this in this spot and vice versa, which was really, really cool. He was really down to earth, level headed guy, just kind of even keel, which I would assume most riders are a little bit more high strung than that. But no, this guy was just cool as a cucumber. Super nice guy. You know, he's he's had some success. In my opinion, he's probably one of the more consistent racers. You know, there's not a lot of highs and there's not a lot of lows. He's just usually top five, top six, about mm-hmm. everywhere he goes. You know, for his sake, I really would like to see him, you know, progress up there and get into the top. Now, he has done pretty well. He is uh, currently rated number five in the Super Twins category. Correct. Correct. So, which I'm not a super enthusiast. Like I don't know every last little detail, but from what I remember, I believe he ran with Indian for a little while. Yeah. And his brother and did you know really, really well, really helped Indian lock up, you know, the top three, top four spots in their championship run. Now he's running with Lotus Motors Group racing team, which I thought was cool because dude's on a Harley. I really like the Indians. That FTR is a badass bike, but I don't know what it is. Which, by the way, just for edification, Indian <laughs> won the race. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. So now they're absolutely. I got that out of my system. They're absolutely killing it. I can't deny that for sure. But it was just really neat to talk with him because you know it was kind of rainy. It was kind of a crap situation. The, the weather whole, was god awful yeah. up until the race time. Yeah. So the the whole thing was kind of just botched from the beginning. Well, and and the thing is, they had such bad luck. They've done a good job with fixing the raceway up, but wouldn't you know it, about two hours before the race, (laughs) a semi-truck hits a pole on the outside road and knocks power out of the place. Yeah. So we're sitting there. They had generators running some of the lights on the track and in the pits, but the grandstands and like the concession area, they were without power. Yeah. The lights came on just as it was starting to get dusk. Yeah, like it it was perfect. It's like the perfect storm. It all came together right at the last second. So a little bit of bad luck on the opening day, but it all came together and it worked out well between that and the weather. That yeah. sucked. So you interviewed Bronson. So let's take a listen to that. We got Bronson with us. Bronson, how you doing tonight? Doing great. Just uh, could be better if we were on track right now yeah, instead of under great. rain delay. Bronson, what are you riding? Riding a Harley Davidson's XG750R. How long you been riding with them? Uh, this is my first season with the latest motors racing team. I've been racing for, well, I started in 2003. So uh, 18, 19 years. I'm not the greatest with math on the spot, but uh, <laughs> been racing professionally since 2013 professionally. This is what my ninth year racing professionally. Uh, oh, yeah. I believe my sixth year in class in the top tier class. So You've run any other classes present or before this? 
Yeah, I uh, I used to race the 450 single class. Uh, when I raced it, it was called the GNC2 class. And so I raced Honda 450s, and at select rounds, we would ride twin. So I r- used to ride an XR 750 as well. Yeah, yeah. Which, which do you prefer? Obviously, you're riding this now, but you had to choose. Which has been your favorite so far? Uh, well, I've gotten to ride a wide variety of motorcycles, uh, especially twin cylinder ones. And the Indian FTR 750 is very hard to beat. It's probably my favorite bike to race as this generation. Overall, I would say the XR 750 is still one of my top tier bikes to race and ride on. Yeah, I'm a big Harley guy. I always have been, probably always will be. So I love seeing you guys out here on them. I like seeing where they've been going, but it's got to start somewhere, right? So... Obviously, you didn't just jump in all of a sudden. What was your probably your first ride, you think? So, I mean, uh, to start it off was uh, Christmas. My brother wanted a motorcycle one year. I wanted a go-kart. Well, I got tired of the go-kart, wanted a motorcycle. and So my brother got a bigger bike. I got his old one and started riding that. And uh, we actually, our first race was the Ricky Graham Memorial in King City, California. And we went there and we ran into some of my parents' high school friends. And they're like, yeah, we're we're going racing tomorrow night in Lodi and we wanted to go because we fell in love with it immediately and we weren't quite set up for it. So the following weekend we were going to Lodi and it just kind of escalated from there. You know, it is a snowball effect. We got bit with it. So uh, I believe we were playing uh, T-ball and uh, my brother was in pitching machine and wanted to quit that immediately and just race motorcycles. And that was at, you know, uh, six and eight years old really. And it just snowballed from there, and it, next thing you know, we were, dri- we were originally from California, so we were driving to the Midwest every other year to do the Amateur Nationals, and, you know, in a blink of an eye, here we are today. Yeah, this is where it's at now. That's pretty cool. So it sounds like probably your, your parents got you into it a little bit. Parents never pushed, but yeah, um, it's actually my mom who uh, got us to go to our first race, so a little backstory on that is, is our neighbors wanted to race the King City race. It's the Ricky Graham Memorial. And they wanted their son to race it. And my mom said to my dad, let's take the boys. It'll be fun. And my dad, you know, never grew up around dirt track or anything, but there's a local track. And it's like, no, it's just a bunch of drunks and fist fights in the pits. I don't want our kids growing up around that. Well, of course, the woman won the battle on that one. Yeah, buddy. So we got to go racing. And so we always kind of joke that my mom got us into racing in the aspect that she was the one who push the first race which is kind of crazy you talk to most motorcyclists and it's always their mom that says absolutely not yeah no bikes for my kid exactly no we were country kids uh thank god we were and got to ride all the time and mom was for it you know she's here today with my brother and i uh my brother's on the factory indian team and you know she supported us and of course so is my father all the way along and uh you know she she's finally gotten to the point where she can Barely watch some racing. She's always at the fence with uh, her hands folded over one another, talking yep. to the big man upstairs for us. And, yeah. you know, yeah. thankfully it's paid off all these so years. So who's better, you or your brother? Well, considering my brother's two-time national champ, uh, you know, r- still riding for the factory Indian, I would say he definitely is. I think he is, huh? So there's no grudge race, just you guys get out and run? You don't think you could take him? No, I mean, uh, of course, uh, we all have our days where we're the fast guy. But, no, m- most of the time uh, we're – we're in each other's ear helping each other. You know, his wife actually races uh, their teammates this year on the Indian team. And, you know, obviously family, but we're competitors. And if I want to, if I'm going to be beat by anyone, it's going to be him. And, you know, he's the same way. So uh, we always help each other in any aspect we can. If one's going slower or one finds something, it's, 
You know, it, it's not strange for you to see one of us come off the track and rush over the other person and say, hey, this is what I felt in turn four, or, you know, vice versa. And so we're always there for each other and it's never competitive. It's always just we want each other to do the best that we can. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Any advice you got for anybody trying to get in or up and comers? I mean, uh, you know, depends on age for one. Um, how old are you, little man? Seven, about to be eight on Sunday. Keep it fun. That's that's it. You know, if you're just uh, going racing with your mom and dad, just always have fun and don't ever take it for granted. And, you know, uh, we never thought we'd be here. Is We just got to go racing every weekend and just kept it fun. And, you know, I, I tell my fiance to this day when I'm done having fun is when I'll be done racing. Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. Better than a nine to five. Completely is. Uh, <laughs> a lot of my friends... Uh, get jealous I'll, I'll text them hey you guys want to go fishing today and they say no we have real jobs we don't work 18 days a year you know so very blessed very fortunate you know uh god has been on my side through all of this and uh you know i i, I love this life and i love what i get to do so it's great and bronson it definitely shows it really does show good luck to you tonight we won't take up any more of your time look to see you out there thank you very much yeah again want to thank the latest motor racing's harley davidson and uh the entire team so Bronson was a really good interview. I mean, he's really decent kind of fella, and he came in sixth, I believe, overall. Yes, yes, yes. And his brother, two-time national champ Breyer, came in second. Yep. So only behind Jared Meese. Right. Or Meese. I guess you got to give shout out to the guy that won it. Yeah, I mean Jared's been killing it. From what I followed it, like he's always at the top. He's just super, super tough competitor to beat. So after interviewing those guys. I'll tell you this, one of the more interesting parts of the race, you know, I'm a father to two girls. You know, my oldest absolutely loves motorcycles and everything about it. My middle one is getting there. She's slowly coming around to the dark side, if you will. But Royal Enfield has a program, BTR, Build Train Race. And I was absolutely enamored. I really wanted to talk with them. Unfortunately, you know, when we were able to go over there and try to interview her, they were getting ready to go out and practice. So we didn't get an opportunity to talk with any of the riders. But what the program is, is it's hand-selected, but it's all girls. Uh Fancy that. It was really, really neat to see this program teaches them how to build their bike. You know, they train them how to work on them, train them how to race. You're talking about girls that, you know, I don't necessarily know all of the logistics, but you know, I wouldn't say they come from a racing background. Maybe they do. Maybe they don't. Some of them do. Some of them don't. I don't, I just don't particularly know, but it was sick to see they select these girls, you know, they train them on these bikes, they build their bikes and then they get to go out and race them. So it, it's kind of a, a new thing to them. It's really, really cool. We got to watch them run as well. You know, they run a Royal infield. They're all on infields they are all on six fifties. I believe. Yeah. Twins. Yeah. They're a little bit slower than the singles and the production twins and the mission twins and things like that but it was just really really neat what they're doing there's a lady that runs the operation which is again super super cool i'm a huge advocate i think it's just really really neat i think they had 15 16 riders something, something like, like that, that. Yeah. maybe they put 17. out a full field yeah it was their entire field you know it was all the same girls that work in the same place run the same stuff under the direction of the same and lady all the bikes were essentially the same but they got to work on their own bikes and tweak yeah. them themselves. Yeah. But there was no, they didn't have like a Honda rider or a Indian rider, all Royal Enfield. Yeah. Which yeah. was sponsoring the program. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. It was just really, really cool. Very intriguing. 
wish we could have got a little time with the ladies to talk about their experience and, and kind of what they're doing, what they love, what they don't like, things like that. Well, we'll be up there again next year, I'm pretty sure, unless we're dead. So <laughs> That's a possibility. Know, you never know. <laughs> so all in all, we had a fantastic time. Again, shout out and thanks to our partners with Law Tigers. And they were really yeah. stood up tall and got us tickets and, you know. For sure, for sure. Malcolm Woods has been great to us. He has. You know, it's very exciting partnership. You like bet. Like going to these events. If you'd like to explore a little bit more about flat track racing, you can always Google the American Flat Track Racing, and uh, that'll take you to the AFT Progressive site. It's a national meet. It's not something that's local. So they travel all over the country. Yeah. And they have uh, riders from all over the world. Uh, I was uh, watching this morning. It was on TV, the race we went to, and uh, they had a guy from Australia. So Yeah, it's coming back, man. It really is. It's been on the rise since like 16, 17, something like that. Yeah, it's big business. Plus, you can go on YouTube and watch races. So check it out. We encourage you to learn more about it. I was a novice about it, and uh, I am hooked. Hook, lion, and sinker. They've got me. Yeah, yeah. It's just that exciting. And I don't get excited about much anymore. Well, you can't afford to, you old well, ass. No. no, I'll fall over. <laughs> exactly. So that being said, uh, get an opportunity, explore a little bit about it, and I think you'll probably really enjoy it. Now, remember, you can always go to OzarkRides.com, check out our featured ride and any other rides that you might like to check out in the Ozarks of Missouri and Arkansas. And of course, you can always check out some previous podcast episodes if you're so inclined. If you've enjoyed the program and would like to help us keep it going, we would sure appreciate you checking out our Patreon page, and that is patreon.com forward slash Ozark Rides, or you can reach it from the website itself. So until next time, be sure to ride safe. Stay greasy. Stay greasy and keep it on two wheels.